0: From Worlds Beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Aaron. Welcome all to all my fantasy children. My name is Aaron Catano And my name is Jeff Stormer. Ooh, and this is all my came fantasy children some heat on that one. yo, yeah, oh, I like it. I'm feeling I'm feeling the heat on that one. And this is all my fantasy children. It's a character creation, world building and storytelling podcast where each week we take a listener prompt and create an original fantasy character. But this week, and from probably for a while, we're gonna start episodes with Jeff, what's making you happy or getting you excited right now?
1: Uh, well, first off, I do want to apologize to you, Aaron, the editor, for either fireworks or a hammer happening outside. Oh, I hear the
0: hammer. It's totally fine. Um, All if right. my dog barks or my mom is like, Allie, stop it, it's because they're outside downstairs. All right. So it's okay. We're in similar pots. We'll figure it out. And if yeah. not, the, you know, city noises. It happens.
1: Of course. Something that's making me excited this week is, uh, I, um, the existence of donuts...
0: Oh, yes.
1: I'm just, I haven't had one in a while, so it's not like I had a donut recently, but mm-hmm. like, I remember donuts exist, and like, sometimes that's all I really need to get through the day.
0: Oh, I'm with you. Is just to like,
1: remember that like, there will come a time down the road where I will have a donut, mm-hmm. and like, that's all I need. <laughs> like, just the knowledge that like, a donut awaits me at some point in the future. Yeah. Yeah pretty exciting do you pretty like exciting uh, it,
0: liberty donuts federal donuts federal, federal donuts.
1: donuts are very good federal donuts are very very good i like you know i i, I enjoy their specialty donuts they made a very good eggnog Ooh. back in like december that was um it was delightful.
0: You should get them to sponsor your next episode. Give oh, you a box. I
1: mean, uh, do you mean, do you mean the talking non-Christmas in July summer spectacular, which is a thing that is happening oh, soon? Oh, I know.
0: Jeff, I, I leave the door open for you, and you just walk in. Yeah, that's why I was like, I know this is a thing. I hope he knows it soon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you, better get to the, you better call Federal Donuts tonight.
1: Um, But, yeah, I like Federal Donuts. I also really like, honestly, I'm a big fan of, like, you know, because there's like the nice donut shops. Yeah, but I'm like a really big fan of just like the donut shop on the corner. Oh, yeah, like a local bakery. Yeah, you know. Oh, there's nothing not that beats even, that. Not even a bakery, a donut shop. Like Forty Eighth Street Donut. Is Do they make tiny- donuts there? They make the donuts there. Then that's a bakery, baby. Alright. I but I mean I don't I don't I, I don't I I I don't want it to sound like they're making donuts and also like pies and oh, cakes. Like this no, is a place no, no, they no. make donuts and then around 10, 30, 11, they run out of donuts and they start making hot dogs. Like it's not like that's
0: the place that I like going for a donut. <laughs> it's true local spot. Like that's when you know it's like you know, they're regular people. Yeah, you know, that's so why I like I like restaurants that like run out of food. Cause that means like you know they're not they're they're making it fresh and they're not like torturing their employees.
1: Yeah, that's, that's my that's my I, I'm a big fan of just like a do, like a small little donut shop where I can get a real basic uh, Bavarian cream and maybe a honey glazed. Maybe I'll swap that out for like a fruit filled and something else. But like I like a. A filled donut and then, like, a nice
0: kind of fallback donut. Like, a nice kind of basic, you know, simple donut. In case this podcast blows up, can you give your favorite... What's the local donut spot that you want people to never miss when they visit Philadelphia to follow in your glorious footsteps? What's the donut place that you don't want them to miss? Because Federal is is on fucking TV all the time.
1: I'm gonna say it's another kind of touristy spot. So, like, it's not like, you know, like... There, you know, I'm going to throw out 48th Street Donut as just, like, a good neighborhood donut place, but also I don't want to imply that somebody going there is going to get something other than a 90-cent Bavarian cream. Like, Nine?
0: Are you kidding? That's how much a Bavarian would cost? 90 cents. Yo. But,
1: like... Beeler's is fantastic. Mm. It's a little bit touristy because the, the main one is in the Reading Terminal. So like, But that's
0: important to go to even if you are a tourist. Yeah,
1: that's like a good... The Reading Terminal is lovely. It's yeah. a magical spot. And Absolutely. so I think that like that's a good place to go. Just, like, that's good, and then Beeler's is there, and they make lovely, like, they make very good classic donuts, but they also make really fun and inventive uh, donuts, particularly film donuts. Hmm. They make a a key lime pie donut that is mind-blowing. I love that. Uh, The Elvis is also very good. Uh, which is banana cream with uh, bacon and peanut butter. This is the one in the Reading Terminal Market, or no? Yeah, yeah, this is the one in the Reading Terminal Market. They also have one in West Philly.
0: Jeff, this is so important for our listeners. You know where Pax Unplugged is. These people could go fuck this up. Uh, Like Our listeners could go who are going to Pax Unplugged. Pax Unplugged is probably
1: going to be a mess. Like The (laughs) Reading Terminal will probably be a mess come Pax Unplugged, because it is literally around the corner
0: this is my emphasis though if you're gonna go make sure you go to the reading terminal market early in the morning yeah because that's when you can actually enjoy things because that's when like kind of normal people are there like philly people are there in the morning usually
1: that's when you're like doing
0: grocery shopping and stuff. yeah and like people are there to get their breakfast before they head to work so like go then and that's when it's chill that's when like everybody's in a kind of that's when we went yeah that's That's when 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 we went went. for packs unplugged and
1: got breakfast sandwiches. we're awesome you know
0: What's exciting you? What's exciting you this week, Aaron? Oh, um, getting away from things that don't, that you don't like. So I'm off, my days off are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I was dying in the city. It's so hot. It's so gross. You know, it's city, New York is a lot in the summer. The subway will melt you. And then I decided just randomly, I was like, I'm going to go home and visit my mom. And so I just jumped on a fucking bus and like went. And like, it has been so relaxing. It's exactly, that's where I am right now. I'm in her little office looking at pictures of her mother and me as a baby on a desk. And like, this is great. It's just good to sometimes like, it's kind of that feeling of like this is bothering me, and you like leave it. You know what I mean? You get mm-hmm. rid of it. It's kind of like the if it isn't bringing you joy, you get rid of it type thing. And like the yeah. city wasn't bringing me joy, so like I just decided to get out and visit my family and like just.
1: That's a good. That's you know? a good approach. Like it's Ugh. a good approach to just life, and you know you can't do it all the time, but you no. gotta when you can, you got to just do it. Exactly. And you gotta just
0: enjoy. Yeah, and like you know, it's just good to get away, and it makes me like relax about projects and stuff. You get to just you realign all your priorities and just take a breath and smell the grass and smell dirt like i planted ivy yesterday in her backyard it was great but yeah that's exciting me just like you know making myself happy kind of it feels great yeah. to just be like yeah. city sucks and it's making me miserable i'm just gonna leave bye yep you it's know great don't underestimate the power of a bus ticket
1: it's a it's a, i think i i'm glad that you're having a good time at home i'm glad that uh I'm also glad that you made some time for this episode. I think this is gonna be fun.
0: It is gonna be fun. I'm really glad. I'm, my mom feels really cool that I brought all my stuff home and then I'm doing it in her in her little yeah. office. It's, um. But anyway, so we're gonna take a listener prompt and create a fantasy character and then weave a backstory and blah 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 blah. Y'all know how we do. And um, this week uh, I made a call on Twitter for prompts about rogues and got a prompt, got a string of prompts from DC uh, Dungeon Commander on Twitter. And their prompt is, a dagger that lets you turn invisible for as long as you can hold your breath. The, uh, Knight's Gasp. And that's great. That's real good. So I want to talk to you about rogues for a minute. And just because, like, this is one of those, like, character class episodes where I, I I always want to reinvent them and, like, or just make our own versions. And the the, the cool thing that I don't—I've never seen the Indiana Jones movies. That's—I that's, know. But— What I like thinking about them in my head is that Indy is a rogue, and, like, he's very risk-reward-based. Like, I always think of treasure hunters as in a fantasy setting as someone who's willing to go in this—like, they kind of live through the thrill, and it's this huge risk of going in, like, a trap-filled place to get treasure. Like, you're not slaying a dragon for this noble reason. Like, you just want the mythic blade. You want the bow. You want the gold. You know what I mean? That's, to me, like a rogue— You know, you're going in, you're dodging traps and stuff like that. So I started thinking about risk-reward and how, uh, you know, I was thinking about the Bounding Hound episode. And I was thinking of our rogues, if they're like warlocks and clerics, like a blend of that, where if you were to align yourself with a higher power, or basically like you're making a wager, where like if you were to call a higher power a deity, like a house that you align yourself to because the house always wins— you know, mm-hmm. the, the phrase I came up with was, um, the house always wins, but some live for the challenge. This is what it means to be a rogue. So it's kind of this, you, you channel like a, or you pledge yourself to a divine power, a God, a, an element, something, a being that's not of this realm, maybe. That's what I wanted to bounce off you and it's referred to as a house. And when you cut a deal with it to re- get the power, it's like a risk reward. You have to give them something. They take something, but you're bestowed with a power and therefore I thought of rogues like you know how rogues are always a community and a guild. Mhm. I thought of it as people who are trying to help each other like not get consumed like cuz I think of it as gambling so like busting in 21 or like going over. That's right. when like you'd lose and you'd either die, you lose your power, you get your strength sapped by this house, this higher power. That's when the casino wins. So a community of thieves would then be people who are trying to help other thieves not bust, not go over, trying to help you with, the ba- it's like this mixture of X-Men and, you know, the great parts of heroes where people are helping each other with their powers, making sure it doesn't consume them, mixed with, you know, you align yourself with a house, and therefore the thieves can't is a coded language that thieves would speak so that their, like, deities can't hear them. Like, thieves can communicate in order to be like, you know how you can run a con on the great weather deity is Mm -hmm. by doing this and then you could gain their power then you'd have invisibility powers and storm powers like you know what i'm saying it's kind of that like because i'm thinking like ocean's 11 i was listening Mm -hmm. to games closet um and they were talking about oceans movies. And I was thinking about if thieves ran cons on deities and gained their a bit power like a warlock or a cleric, they right, could then run that. multiple cons and gain multiple power. So it's not so much like it's not always like lock picking and stuff, it's kind of like a deceiver. And in order to gain a power, someone uses risk reward to gain power. Alright, I can get down with that. Okay. So my first question for you is: what do you think like this divine power thing? What do you what do you feel about that? What's the first thing that comes to mind? doesn't have to be a god, but just, like, a being out of this realm or an element or something. I don't know.
1: I I kind of want it to be always the same thing. Okay. And I kind of want it to be, you know, a god in the sense that it is a thing. You know, Satan is known by many names, right? It's that type of scenario where it's, like, always the same thing. And that's sort of part of what brings together the, like, the community and such.
0: Mm, The
1: idea that, like... There is this otherworldly ent- presence, entity, you know, concept, what ha- like whatever you call it. People probably think of it in a lot of different ways. For some people, it really is just pure random chance. For some people, there's a supernatural element to it. For some people, it's somewhere in the middle. But, like, there's this thing that if you approach it in a certain way, you can game the system. Right? Like, like, there's this idea that, you know, there's something where you can, you know, run a, it's running a con on on a divine being, but I think it's that, I think what it is, is that like, that con, how to put it best, I, I kind of like the idea that there are thieves, right? Like, there are just pickpockets and thieves and cutthroats and all of those things. But to become a rogue, you are running a con on this specific
0: mm. mystical thing that
1: will then give you these gifts and abilities that will let you do things. Kind of almost uh, like a little bit, maybe matrixy or um, or like uh, like spawn esque, where you're like making this deal. Yes, but it will. But it will run out because the house always wins. Yes, but the house is like a singular concept mm-hmm. that like people are running deal are running jobs on. And it's giving them, like, this ability to, like, leap through a wall or, like, travel back in time a few seconds to, you know, run a card game. But in doing so, you have to kind of – so, to throw out a little bit of, like, what I'm thinking, and it kind of sounds like we're both on the same page. Yeah, of course. The game Deadlands, it's not great. Um (laughs) But it's there's this concept in it that I've really loved. It's the thing. It's my favorite thing in this game, which is the hex slinger, mm-hmm. and the mechanics of the game are what make it great. In this game, when you want to cast a magic spell as this character classed, you literally play a hand of poker against the GM. Mm,
0: that's yes. your,
1: your level of magic power determines how many cards you are dealt. You 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 make out your best five card stud hand without like. So it's like I'm a level eight wizard. Or a Hexlinger level eight so I can draw eight cards and build a five-card hand out of it. Mm -hmm. And the GM does the same thing based on the difficulty of the magic... And the, the the idea is you're playing poker with your soul against a demon.
0: Yes, that's it. kind of like my, my thought came from like the check system, like in D&D, where it's like, you know, you have to roll against essentially, I'm not calling DMs gods, but like kind of, you know what I mean? Like they run the show and you have to check this mysterious power to make sure you succeed. This would be like playing against a GM with loaded dice.
1: Yeah. And the idea is that you are... You have to be so good at the hustle and the game and the yes. tricks and all of those things that you can win against that you can win against, for example, in a supernatural sense, someone who, if I were to pull out a games example, yeah. uh, thinking about card games, if I were to just sort of pull something <laughs> out of a hat, someone who spends years Mm -hmm. cheating against you in game in in card games i thought everyone doesn't tell you until college that you have been playing against a cheater for years look at which point you're like wow
0: i i once i won a few of those games you did i mean in in my defense i thought everyone was i thought it was like a pirates game of poker where like my significant other at the time was cheating at that table keith johnson was cheating at the table i think you were the (laughs) only one playing legit i think you were the only only one playing spades legit in that study hall i swear to god I, but I that's, don't,
1: I, and you didn't, I didn't learn this until no. years later no, absolutely when not. like I was playing against somebody else and they were like, how are you so good? And I was like,
0: man, we were all really
1: good at spades. And no. you were like, no, we weren't. We were all cheated. Everyone said, was lying. Everyone what? lied.
0: <laughs> Everyone lied and you had to catch them. But uh, I, I dig this idea where, I mean, if we can refer to like the cosmic entity, just refer to it as the house. Yeah, I you know, think the
1: house is a, is a many-faced unknowable but undeniably magical concept for lack of a better term a god yeah of course like and and we can get at what the house really is or we can leave it
0: intentionally vague but there is some presence i like it yeah there's a presence that Rogues have figured out how to tap into to gain power, and yeah. since they're rogues, they're like, well, I don't want it, because the house always wins. Like, everyone dies. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Every living thing will eventually die. So the house will ultimately always win, but it's how you make, it's how you, it's like, you know, you, you might, you're eventually going to die, but you go to the casino anyway, waste your money. I'm thinking in that way, where it's like, but I want to try to beat the house while I have the chance. And it's like, if I'm going to die anyway, I might as well play a really risky game and try to cheat a cosmic entity in order to gain its power.
1: Yeah, and like you said, it's risk reward where it's, like, not just dying, but, like, every hand you play, you know, eventually the house is gonna get you. Eventually you're going to play a hand. If you continue to play this... The only winning move is not to play, for it, lack oh, of a better
0: term. That's so good. Yeah, you're absolutely right.
1: Um, And so, like, eventually, if you keep playing the game, the house is gonna get you. And it's not just that you die, the house gets you. And that's part of what makes it this undeniable entity, is that there is... I'm pulling a lot of references here to, Please like, do. flesh out this weird concept. Yeah. Do you know the, the Spectre, the DC comic book superhero?
0: I'm only familiar with it because you've referenced it on the show before. Have I? No, I, right. you, vaguely. You didn't go into detail. I don't know what it is. All right. Well, this also applies to the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was really good.
1: Um. This also applies to the Crypt Keeper. That, like, the whole premise of the Crypt Keeper is that People is the, that idea of the like horribly ironic supernatural punishment, mm. not just like happenings like a Twilight Zone situation, but like specifically, hey, you're doing something wrong. Here is the way in which the force of God itself is going to like twist it and torture you in a specifically like ironic and painful way. Yeah. And so that's what I'm picturing the house is like, is like, you can play this game for a while you know, the, you know, you can play this game, you can get these magical abilities, but eventually it's going to get you, and mm-hmm. it's going to get you hard. Yeah. And, like, when it does, there's no coming back from it. No. Like, it gets you, and it's over, and it's over in that, like, you know, uh, pigeons picking out your liver and bowling a boulder up a hill and then having it fall back forever kind okay. of way. Okay.
0: I dig this. Okay, I dig that. Because it takes a certain kind of person then to be a rogue where you're like, I'm willing to take that risk. Like, it's not, it's less of a, it's not just a, like a thrill seeker. It's someone who so is willing, you know what I mean? It's the risk. It's, Mm -hmm. I I want that power. And I want these, I, I want whatever there is persons after, they're willing to use a very dangerous because it's a magic you know it's like Mm -hmm. a school you know every game and every world has like a forbidden magic this isn't forbidden it's just like i'm not fucking doing that yeah are you kidding learn it you can learn it pretty easily
1: i mean there are you know everybody knows a rogue or two everybody knows that person that like seems to be exactly where they need to be exactly when they need to be there in order to pull off the impossible yeah everybody knows that person that is just so good at anticipating the next thing that's going to happen that it can't possibly be real. Yeah. And everybody knows that person that's constantly got one eye over their shoulder knowing that they're, they're on a ticking clock.
0: Yeah. It's the card counter where it's like, you know, when they're counting cards, they're like, I have to be so careful because I know security is watching me right now to see Mm -hmm. that I'm not cheating. I'm just using math, you know, like, and you have to be, I keep just thinking of oceans 11 or like being in a casino and trying to beat, The security cameras, the security guards, the machines themselves, like a slot machine. Like you can't cheat it, but it's like if you figured out a way, if you slide your hand and pull the lever this way, it will always be three sevens. But like Mm -hmm. then you draw the, I think if it's like a mixture of Sauron, like you're drawing its eye and it's like, you know, the closer you're getting to the fire, the more likely you are to get burnt, but you'll stay warmer that way. You know, it's this huge risk and it's cool that there's like the thieves guild and the thieves can't. Where it's like a way that other rogues commit. It's like chat rooms where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you have to use the Thieves' can't or else like, you know, you'll draw, you know, you'll draw the gaze of the house. You'll draw, you know, you'll draw it toward you. And no one wants that. Like, when you're chilling, drinking a beer with your rogue friends. Nobody wants, like, stop stop talking about it in regular. Use the can. And it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you're right, you're right. I, I dig it. I love this. So you want to make a character? Sure. Want to talk yeah. about a rogue? So the prompt mentions... um A dagger that lets you turn invisible for as long as you can hold your breath. The knight's gasp. Um, So the wielder of the knight's gasp, I guess. Like, because the power is not important. I kind of want to talk about, like, how did this person become a rogue? Why did they choose it? Things like that. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, all rogues have spectacular powers and stuff. But it's kind of about who this person is and why they're willing to, you know, be such a gambler. To be honest, right. is yeah. what is interesting about them. I do not have dice. I didn't bring dice home. It's the one thing I forgot. Let me grab. Let me grab some real quick. All right. So Jeff is going to be doing all the dice rolling today. Is that didn't bring any home? So uh, now, Jeff, hold on. Yeah. I need to find the
1: exact dice, the exact six sided dice that I want. What is it? It's a regular six sided dice, and uh, you will only know what's special about it if I roll a six.
0: Is there corn in it? No, there's not corn in it. I wish. I
1: said this is a dice that I found in a box randomly at MagLabs. Ooh. On the six, there is a symbol that I had to, like, go on to Twitter and ask loved ones what it was. And when they explained it, I got extremely excited.
0: Ooh, okay. Um. <laughs> well, please roll for the pronouns of this rogue. That's a five. They there. So, okay.
1: So they're a rogue. Do you want to know what the six is? I can just tell you. You need to. Uh. The six is... Put this way, if I roll a six, I'm I'm saying whoop whoop.
0: Oh, it's a hatchet, it's a hatchet man! <laughs> you have juggalo dice. I got some ICP juggalo dice. Okay, so what we need to discuss is the knight's gasp. This dagger is a hatchet. Oh, for sure. For real, they're not a juggalo. They're not a clown. No. Whoop, whoop No no. Um, but whoop. but that is a. It's like it kind of looks like a cleaver. The yeah. knight's gasp. Because what I'm thinking is like the power of essentially um, this rogue is that they can grab any object, and kind of, if you have, if you grab any blade, any knife, like any dagger class weapon, and you hold your breath, you can go invisible, but only a dagger. And so the power is then the knight's gasp. Like, the gasp of, (gasps) it's like, you know, that's you releasing it and coming back to the world. I dig it. Because what I like, uh, a lot of it, a lot of this whole idea has to do with, I liked the big part of the Lord of the Rings that I like is the risk that Frodo takes by putting on the ring where it's like the wraiths can see you, but no one else can. And it's like, you know, it keeps the more you put it on, the closer to the sun you get and like the more likely you are to melt your wings, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm seeing that here. The Knights gasp. OK, so they're a rogue. Um, where do you where do we start? You know what I mean?
1: I want to start with how they got the dagger that has earned them their fame. Because I have a particular pitch for it.
0: Okay, so they're well-known.
1: I think this particular exploit is especially well-known, and it's why they're sort of famous for having the dagger, and why they have sort of earned this this reputation among rogues as being especially famous. Okay. And why the dagger they hold, this cleaver, is especially significant. You see, they, they stole it. It is a stolen dagger.
0: Mm. Of course, it's a rogue. It's a thief.
1: Yeah. And you know? it was sort of the ultimate kind of test of their skill, and so the dagger probably also has some magical properties. Yeah. Yeah. Because the person that they stole it from is particularly special, mm. and it makes it, it this person makes it especially difficult for them to have to steal to lose this dagger. Okay. It is especially difficult to steal this dagger from this person because to steal a dagger from this person, I mean, how do you even steal? A, how do you even steal the ghost dagger of a ghost, Aaron?
0: Oh, baby, go on, please. Um,
1: hold on, I will. But first, I gotta. Alright, hold on. Uh oh. Um, I gotta tune up the banjo real quick. <sighs> Wait. Is it the
0: Howdy Man's Dagger? They stole the Howdy Man's Dagger. Well, Garsh, remember we said he sounds like Goofy. <laughs> we did. We say, did. Howdy, my and howdy. The howdy. And my. it's also like howdy. That's like the anime version. Like our the, the American version is very like oh howdy stab. The anime version is very like howdy. You know Matt Mercer is the howdy man. Hmm. Um. Okay. So this rogue stole the howdy man's dagger. Okay.
1: This also brings us back to clowns. It brings it brings oh, a God. lot of things tied back together. This yeah. feels like a very, very well tied together piece of lore. So, a
0: brief his a brief primer on the Howdy Man. Yep, um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that sentence. That's how far our show has come that we have to have we have to say a brief primer on clowns and the Howdy Man.
1: So clowns um, are an eternal ancient order of essentially the Watchmen, where they watch over other secret organizations that have been corrupted into villainy by a supernatural being known as Shao Clown. Yep, that's right. That's correct. That is appropriate lore. (laughs) Some of them are blessed with powers beyond that of mere mortals. Some of them are just people who believe so strongly in, in harming people that they don the face of the clown. Yep. Uh, the Howdy Man, the Howdy Man, Howdy, was, uh, the trusted friend of Shao Clown who was betrayed and murdered, and has now become a ghost of vengeance, stalking people in the night, and essentially fulfills the duty of, of if I remember correctly, kills clowns that harm that like step out of line
0: oh yeah no it's just like i think it just kills clowns you know yeah. bad clowns not real ones yeah e- like, yeah are evil, evil clowns. clowns yeah howdy man like you know if you're about to be harmed by a clown the howdy man will save you
1: yeah and so uh our our, our hero our protagonist our
0: rogue stole the knife of the howdy man why okay question for you first my first question of you did they invoke the power of the house and then steal it is, I think so. Is it they, like, you know, they they were a young, they were an upcoming rogue. I think, was this their first steal?
1: It was, and I think it was uh, out of necessity.
0: Oh, shit. Because you
1: just kind of said the thing that really makes it connect. This was the howdy man going to erroneously kill someone who, like, did not need to be killed. Oh, no. So this rogue, in a moment of desperation, pled to... The only person powerful enough to stop this supernatural killing machine, this otherworldly essence that they've heard people talk to before, Mm -hmm. closed their eyes and begged and just heard, don't breathe.
0: Oh, Just a whisper
1: in their ear of, don't breathe. So they didn't breathe and suddenly everything suddenly when they when they they held their breath until they couldn't anymore and when they came to they were holding the knife as they had stolen it straight out of his hands
0: can i can i give it not a can i give an addition to the power yeah when this rogue holds their breath and becomes invisible it's is it invisibility or is it super speed
1: um i think it Should it can be a little bit of both. Is it a little bit of both,
0: or what do you think? But I
1: don't think it's time stopping because that's the guy from the
0: Ginyu Force. Oh, you're right. That is Goldo. <laughs> Goldo. Um, okay, you're right. So I yes But it can't I mean we could just say that it's Goldo power. I mean it's Goldo Power. We've done that before. It is essentially Goldo Power. You go invisible, yeah, right. but like it's it's not quite time stop. Like, you know, it's, no, you're it's super moving, speed and
1: invisibility. Yeah, yeah,
0: there's a there's a game called Wild Arms, I think five, where the kid has a power called Accelerator, where it's like you go so fast that like time essentially stops, but risk reward. What is the, what is the, what is the downside of this power? You know, what is it? What happens? Like, is it all just good? Or is it like the more you use it, the more tired you get or no, it's just, you know what I mean? What's the, what's the bust part? What's the going over? What's getting 23 in a game of blackjack playing this game? If you can't hold your breath for long enough,
1: like, like if you hold your breath for long enough, you'll pull off this impossible job. If you don't hold your breath for long enough and the job's not done, well then you stop breathing. Oh, okay. And it's not that you stop breathing in the
0: poetic sense of death. You you just stop breathing. (laughs) Can I give you a fucking pitch? Every time the night's gasp begins, (gasps) you hear, don't breathe. But it's also like, acquire me treasures. You know what I mean? Like, you have to steal something. Every Mm -hmm. time you use it, you have to acquire something that wasn't yours before. Yeah, it's only it's only for thievery. It's yes. for rogue, and I think that
1: that's something that is common to all rogues.
0: Yeah, where it's like you're giving tribute to the house, you're paying the house essentially every time. A cut of everything you get in whatever that means, in whatever manner of speaking, a cut goes to the house.
1: Well, and I think you can't use rogue. You, ro- you can't use rogue magic for doing your taxes unless you're going to use it to cheat on your taxes and, and get rich. Like you can only use it when Mm. doing illegal things because this otherworldly being this god is a god of thievery like this is a god of that's why and that's why they have the reputation that they do because this is this is a god that is only interested in acts which are a violation of a rule Mm. or breaking
0: of a rule or
1: or taking of a thing that was not yours they are only interested in acts that cause disorder
0: and that's why the house always wins because it's like how do you cheat a cheater
1: you're gonna get you're gonna get out cheated
0: yes and so this person is what's their name what is a great rogue name i'm thinking like cut purse um, Knight, knight's gasp they're the knight's oh, gasp fuck. oh fuck there's yes. they,
1: they don't they they any name they had they left behind it's the rogue they, name oh and, he, they, you know, and, and, and if you ask them, their name is the Knight's Gasp.
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't. That's their name. That's their name, and in, that's what it is. Okay, so the Knight's Gasp is about to be killed by the Howdy Man. Someone. Instead someone's is. about to die. And so, you know, part of them, they don't have a power yet. They haven't pledged. They're, like, still—I throw- think this person is still throwing around the idea. Because it's a big deal. Like, you would have to be, like, a fledgling rogue, and then you have to, like— You know, someone has to be, like, yeah, and, like, when you're ready— call out, you know, when you hear the whisper, answer it, you know, and the house will bestow you power. So Mm -hmm. this person in there, you know, it's, it's, I think it's called the listening is when like you finally are like ready when you're ready to listen. That's when the whisper will come.
1: When you, when you need, when you need to hear it. Yeah. Cause this is a, cause this is a crooked deal. Oh, absolutely. The the house is coming to you when you're desperate Desperate. and need to. Oh my God.
0: That's good. So the Howdy Man's about to kill someone, and this person is, you know, readies themselves, just closes their eyes and hears, hold your breath. You know, but how do they know they have to steal something? Is it a command? I think it's, I think you just, you just know. Mmm. I kind of like the idea that it's just, you can you know. Okay, so can I, can I give you something on that? Let me mm-hmm. develop that. They hear, hold their breath. <gasps> And then they go invisible, or time stops, but then nothing happens. You know, they go around and they, like, they punch the howdy man. Nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Time is still frozen, and they're freaking out because they're running short of breath, and they're, okay, I have about, you know, they know that they can't hold their breath forever. Time is stopped. They're feeling their lungs burning yeah. and... Their eyes are watering. And finally, they've tried everything, you know, tripping the Howdy Man, tying their shoelaces together, punching them over and over again. And nothing happens until finally their last act is just snatch the knife out of his hand. And all of a sudden it's, you know, like the world returns to normal and they have the Howdy Man's knife. And this with the last ounce of strength, they they stab the Howdy, what, they kill the Howdy Man? No, I think the Howdy Man just disappears. Oh, okay, good. Just poof. Okay, great. And then, so that's when they realize the night gasp is, you know, it's, you have to grasp something. You have to steal what's not yours, and that's yep. the only way you can restore time. Yep. That's bomb. That is great. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about now? I'm like, do you want to roll on, like, background tables to find out who they are and just talk about them real quick? Yeah. We're at 34 minutes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I guess I want to know, like, who they were before they gasped yeah and like what
0: they're like now, and then yeah. that's pretty much it because they were in the room the night's gasp was in the room when someone was about to get murdered by the howdy man that means yeah. were they hanging around with shady characters were they yep. hanging around with rogues who were about to do fucked up stuff
1: oh yeah, they were hanging around with a with a with a rogue that was like almost that was gonna you know steal something valuable or do something dangerous or something
0: yeah, and they you know they were were they in like so we're saying that the night's gasp was was night we're saying that night was in like a you know maybe a rogue bar and they were learning like the cant, and you know like people were speaking the cant, and night was like oh one day i'll learn that you know and the person they're with is like you know when you're ready you just gotta you just gotta listen mm-hmm. and they're like i don't know yeah you know they've they've everyone's heard a lot of stories about like you know essentially rogues being turned into sisyphus you know mm-hmm. like some the house is some mysterious and horrifying force that will like essentially punish you if you go over you know it's the equivalent of like stealing from a casino and they break your thumbs you know like something hard and so people don't steal so i'm sure this person was very apprehensive like knight was this like i don't know i like being around rogues i like being in this like you know i'm still throwing it around you know you're still hanging out you're still you know you hang out at the at the you hang out at the american legion but you don't like playing their poker games right you know what i mean like you're chilling with everybody until what until they went on a job where they like you know the second person on a rogue's job and that's in the howdy man mm. it went wrong and the howdy man showed up was the howdy man set by the house because this person was fuck was fucked up the how you know what i mean yeah i like that so the rogue the their job was what's like bad what's like a bad thing that would make the howdy man come to you so the howdy man
1: comes to people that are looking to like hurt others so mm-hmm. maybe this was like
0: An assassination. Ooh, okay. So this rogue was channeling like murder powers. You know, was gonna, was what the rogue listened and asked the house pretty much, was begging for like, give me strength. I wanna grow with power and just decimate this you know, this, I don't know, rival, where's, you know, this rogue was going to go in and just like punch everybody, just go bananas and like really do some harm to a lot of people.
1: I was just going to like murder like one part, like one righteous, you know, they're, one, mm. they one enemy that they were like, this is, this is it. It's all come to this. And I am willing to stake my, my existence. I'm willing to stake my very existence on you know, my righteous anger at and hatred of this person that I will listen to that, you know, I will accept the house's bargain and I will close my eyes and breathe and I will, you know, descend into the shadows and stab this person through the heart.
0: Damn. And so that happens. Like, you know, the, the listening happens and they get a, you know, they get a voice that's like, simply squeeze your fist, you know, and, you know, they squeeze their fist and they grow with muscles and, you know, they're ready to charge into this person's house. I don't know. And as when they're there, I guess, I guess night, I guess night gasp came with them, Mm -hmm. you know, they tagged along was like, so I guess they're friends. These are two friends. And someone was like, I'm accepting it tonight. I'm accepting the listening and you should come with me. You should see the power that, like, that a rogue can obtain. But this person's a bad
1: rogue. Maybe they didn't know that Night's Gasp was coming. Maybe oh. Night's Gasp snuck along because they wanted to learn what it was like to to be a rogue. Oh. They wanted, they just wanted to see it. They'd been, because you said that they'd been left out of, like, the cant and everything. So yeah. they just, they were going to sneak along and see this one thing. And then suddenly the, this person that they liked, at least, you know, nominally was suddenly in danger. Yeah. I think that they, I think that specifically, I like the idea that they were in
0: danger by way of the the magic of the house. Yeah. What happened? How did the listening go wrong? How did, so this person basically listened, got spoken to by the house, but on their first draw of blackjack, they got a 27. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What happened? If someone wanted strength to commit murder and busts, what happened? Uh, I'm going to turn you into a killer. The, house turned them into a
1: killer and suddenly they they broke into the home of their hated rival and when it came time to do the to do the deed they suddenly just felt like kind of sweaty and like they suddenly felt like something on their face and looked down and they were wearing the makeup of a clown <gasps> they didn't put it on oh cuz the howdy man kills clowns that are going
0: to kill innocent people oh so they got, oh, no, the house turned them into a clown. hmm Oh, it was like, your act is clownish to me. Whisper, whispered in their ear, you're what a joke. Oh, my. Was pleading. Like, I can see someone, like, pressed against the wall of this house, like, about to bust in the door and is like, oh, house, like, I plead with you. Give me strength to commit this. Give me strength to gain to gain strength over my enemies. And he like, opens their ears and just hears, you are a joke. And it's just like, you know, or just like, you just look, like you said, opens the door and is like, all right, I've been giving the strength. What? And it's just like white gloves, makeup caked, you know, and just powerless. Their weapon is gone. They have no strength. They feel tired. They don't have it in them. And then all of a sudden, bang, bang, bang. Burp bonk, burp bonk. Oh, howdy. You know? And then, what, the onlooker in the window, what, smashes through the ceiling? Mm-hmm. You know? Is that it? Like, Night's Gasp is like, oh, my God, if that's the Howdy. Do people know what the Howdy Man is? I think there are legends. So they smash through the glass ceiling and, like, land on the floor in a three-point stance. And then it's like, wait a minute. I didn't prepare anything. And then in an act of desperation, they heard the whisper of hold your breath. Mm-hmm. You know? Because the Howdy Man was coming. Hold, hold your breath. breath. Oh, My God. And so this person kind of becomes a... How... So, okay, so this is a legend, you said. Why is there a legend attached? Because it's the person that stole the Howdy Man's blade. They stole the knife. They
1: stole the dead man's... They stole the dead man's dagger. Wow. And then, you know, they were the person that you go to... They were the person that you go to, you know, they they live their life as sort of a... I feel like we've probably gone... I've probably gone the route of describing someone as A-Team-esque in the past, but I feel like it's a good... It's a good sort of status quo for somebody like this where they're like, I'll play the game, but I need to know that I'm playing it for the right reasons.
0: Mm, So it's like, this is a good rogue. Like we described the person who's going to get killed by Howdy Man. Like that's a bad rogue. Like there's no, there's no morality attached to this unless you're doing something dickish. Like rogue can be great. You can gain healing power, but like you would gain enough healing power to heal like the whole planet. But the risk you're probably going to bust. You know, you're mm-hmm. going to go over if you try something like that. Like, there's a lot of different kinds of rogues. It's not always yes. theft. But the idea is risk-reward, where it's like, you want to be a cleric that can, or a mender, whatever, that can, like, you know, heal thousands of people with one wave of your hands. It's like, the house can give you that, but they will also take. You might lose everything, and then, you know, you you turn into basically sore Velfast. Mm-hmm. Damn. Jeez. So this person becomes like, you know, you it's just a good rogue. And gains a yeah. power of going invisible or time stop. Yep. What do they want? Like, what is their quest? You know, the person who has this, like, you know, becomes a rogue. Do they just, you know, pick up the life of adventure? You know, uh, become, like, it hangs out at rogue bars, mentors young rogues, like, something like that. I don't know.
1: I think they want to make sure that nobody else takes that, like, that they, as many people don't take that, don't take that deal as they can, because now they're in this tough spot. Hmm. They realize full well what is the the knife that is dangling just over their heads. So they say, well, I'm not, I, if I can, if I can take the impossible job and help somebody steal something, that's going to save someone's life, you know, get sneak someone out of a prison. That's going to be wrongfully executed. Then I'm maybe I'm still, I, I'm still the, the house is still watching me. There's no going back from that. Yeah. They're good. The, the house is going to have its eyes on me for the rest of my days. I'm marked. But if I can take this impossible job for you, well, then you don't have
0: to listen. I because what you're describing, too, is mentorship. Mm
1: -hmm. It is
0: like being like trying to lead rogues away from doing things that can cause other people harm like this is a tremendous force for good and like we're not do like evil doers. we're people willing to risk big to gain big. and like uh-huh. I think this is the person I think night gasp is the person's like, but if we pull one over on the house, you know we're going to die, the house will win. but we can use the house's power for good. We can you know what I mean it's it's becoming uh-huh. essentially what is a warlock where you make a deal with a dark force to do good. You know, Mm -hmm. where this is like, we can start really like, if you gain the listening, like to basically not go bad, like to not break bad and be like, you know, a murderer or like a common thief, like you don't have to steal like shit, you know what I mean? And hurt people. It's like, you can become a hero and also be a rogue, you know, if you, if you learn how to cheat the house, because you're essentially trying your best constantly to cheat the house. You know, if I could play with dice with a loaded deck, I play craps all the time, you Mm -hmm. know? Is it that kind of vibe? Yeah, where I it's think like so. they start, you know, they learn the thieves can't, and they, you know, when they when they speak to rogues that were in their position, like a fledgling rogue, they're like, "All right, but if you're going to open your ears, make sure you're absolutely ready. Make sure you know exactly what you want, because you don't want to. You know what I mean and honestly, is like you don't want to end up like me. I might have wanted something else, but I'm stuck with this forever, and that's okay. You know, there's just tremendous power in it. But this person wasn't ready. They just opened their ears and heard the first thing and, you know, like, you know, relinquished power to the house. Is that kind of it? Yeah, I think that's exactly it. And I think that's, let's roll on some tables and wrap this baby up. Oh, I love the knight's gasp. I love this roguish thing. I like the whisper that comes to you. God.
1: It's in a moment of desperation. You hear what you need to hear, but... It comes at a price. Yeah. like you. There's you, always
0: a price. I think of like, you know, like the liar's handshake type thing where it's like you can hear it. It can whisper to you. But until you decide, until you shake that hand, you know, that's you accepting the the bargain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you can choose to whisper and listen and listen, but it's like don't answer back. Don't shake that hand until you're absolutely ready.
1: All right. Fuck. Let's roll on some tables. Let's do it. I'm going to be rolling dice and reading results here. This is exciting. I love that. Aaron, get out of here. Okay, get out of here now. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've got my dice in front of me. I only have a D six, which is the Hatchet Man. So I there's no D eight. On... Don't you need a D eight? I don't have a Hatchet Man D eight. Oh. I only have two. I only have two Hatchet Man six sided dice. Junior Wizards, can you send us some Juggalo dice, please? Woot whoop. All right, I'm gonna roll a D eight for uh, their specialty. Ooh, whoa! What table is this? This is the criminal background from the Dungeons & Dragons uh, player's handbook. Dig it. It has a criminal specialty. I love it. This is what they were up to before they... This is what they were up to, why they were at that bar, the thing that they were up to in their old life. I love it. Eight. Eight. They were a smuggler. Mm, Okay. Oh, I like that because they were taking things from one place to another. Yeah. It just made them way better at that thing. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. I dig that. Yeah. If you could stop time and like move super fast. You know, there's a lot of possibilities with smuggling, and it also Mm -hmm. means, like, they were part of, like, the, not underworld, but, like, you know, criminal world and, like, theft world. They were, they were making, they were a legitimate business person. Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right, Marlon Z6 for an ideal. Okay. Five. People. Loyal to my friends. Not any ideas, and everyone else can take a trip down the sticks for all I care.
0: I love but, looking after people. Yeah, it's a community. It's a guild. It's the theme. Mm-hmm. They believe so strongly in the thieves guild of like, we have to be more than just people who teach each other to listen. It's like we have to teach each other how to listen, watch out for each other, make sure no one goes down the path of the of, of the person who led me here. You know, I've watched a friend, you know, turn to a clown. You know, I got to make sure that we're not clowning each other.
1: <laughs> Can't roll in a d6 for a bond. One, I'm trying to pay off an old debt.
0: Oh, so they owe it to that clown. You know, they owe it to them.
1: Oh, and that, and they owe that. I mean,
0: they owe the house. The they house owe the house. is going to collect. Of course. Yikes. And even so, like, imagine if you saw someone who was, like, your friend and, like, you know, was your mentor and showing you the ropes. You saw them become a clown and, like, run out of the house, like, you know, to run away to join the circus. And you're like, wait, no, come back. No. Oh, like, they're lost. They're gone. They're They're a clown now. Fuck. All right, I'm going to roll a D6 for a flaw. Whoop, whoop! Hatchet Man! A D6.
1: An innocent person is in prison for a crime that I committed, and I'm okay with that. I'm going to take that one step further. Okay. Is it the clown that's in prison? That clown is is dead. (gasps) Because the thing is, even if the Howdy Man did not (laughs) claim you in his foolhardy quest for vengeance... does not mean that you did not don the disguise of the clown. You were not prepared to make that commitment. You were not prepared to join my circus of misery and therefore you will join my circus of misery, but not in the same manner of speaking. Bing bong. (laughs) Topsy. Topsy. Collect him. (sighs) No. He shall suffer. Now everyone into this car, please note this car is very tiny, and there are many of us. Now watch us all fit into this car. It will be delightfully upsetting.
0: <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so the per- the clown is that 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 young rogue is dead. Dead. Killed by Shao Clown. And what was the dice roll? What was the six? Whoop whoop. No no no. What was the result?
1: <laughs> I, an innocent person is in crime for a pr- an innocent person is in prison for a crime I committed, and I'm okay with that. And they said, you know what? They
0: were gonna hurt somebody. Yeah, I can't let that happen. They went to. They went too far. There was a fourth person in the house. There was the person like asleep in their bed who got to sleep through the night without being mm-hmm. killed by a clown. And the cloudy man didn't, you know, claim a victim. Yeah. Damn. And I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. And the night's gasp. Oh wow. It's a wrap. That. Thank you so much, DC, for your prompt. Um. You know, if you want to find the work of DC legitimately
1: one of the greatest people in tabletop games I will I will rep for DC hard until the actual end of days yes uh they are just I mean they're one they're the best they are just the best
0: what's the name of their game again
1: uh plot armor which is nominated for an any uh, it is a single-player game about uh, a mech pilot mm-hmm. uh they also created mutants in the night which is a a forged in the dark game of X-Men style mutants as a metaphor for marginalized communities and sort of marginalized community building. I mean, and they're just, I mean, they, they stream at twitch.tv slash dungeon commander, no E, and they're on Twitter at dungeon commander. Just, you should go follow them now. Cause Truth. they're that, they're just that good. You're not wrong. But in the
0: meantime, if you want to send us a prompt. Oh yeah. But if you'd like to submit a prompt of your own <laughs> for future use in our show, there are so many. Many ways to do it. And, like, y'all, I'll be real. They're rarely used. So what are you waiting for? You would claim a really great spot in line if you just sent one right now. You can tweet at us at amfc underscore podcast using
1: the hashtag fantasychildren. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash all my children. You can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. You can post them to our Discord at bit.ly slash amfc discord. You can go to allmyfantasychildren.com. You can just yell them at us like if you just see us in a in, in a store oh that'd don't, be awesome please don't please don't yell at oh. us at it. please don't just yell at us hey 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 a uh, gnome with a blade that ends the world okay Ooh, like, thank oh, you. all right i mean i'm trying to eat my dinner i'm gonna
0: forget <laughs> that i don't i've already forgotten what you said something about dinner <laughs> something about dinner i guess all right, gnome who eats dinner. Cool. And then you're gonna be disappointed. So send them through the proper channels. All right. Well, then we're gonna do horsecock the paladin. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Jeff is a second podcast.
1: Why aren't you listening to it? Party of One is an actual play focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week, I sit down with a friend. We play a two-player game. We share some laughs be a few tears Ooh. and we have a really good time new episodes drop every week at party yeah
0: go check that out you'll learn a lot about a lot of stuff by listening to party of one especially if you like tabletop games um all my fantasy children is so proud to be a part of the one shot podcast network um, a part of the, another show that you should check out on the One Shot Podne- Podcast Network is The Broadswords. The Broadswords is an all-women D&D podcast focused on drama, roleplay, and subverting stereotypes. Join the broads as they unravel the mysteries of Snowy Rashmen, a per- you know, pronunciation sorry. A land ruled by witches and steeped in superstition, berserkers reign and spirits roam the frozen wastes. Yaris, Kayla and Mepris all have their own reasons for journeying north, but they soon find they have something in common. They are pawns in a divine plot. Bam bam bam. Um, it's a good show. Go check it out. What stuff that's going on? Anything what's coming up with you? What's going on with you soon? We got a live show, a party of one live show on
1: July 20th Boom. at uh, Tattooed Moms in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at 5:30 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's a good I think time I know slot. the get. You got a good time is slot. Is? I think I know the guest in game. I just have to message them and confirm it, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Lit city. That's dope.
0: Um, and just starting it now, I'm going to be at Gen Con. So come find me. I have a bunch of panels. Yeah. Check them out. I'll be walking around, hanging out, being cool. So if you want to come yell prompts at me, I'll yell back at you. Um, verbal hug this week. Um, so I
1: took a week off of releasing Party of One. Smart, because I um we just have had a busy couple weeks, and so I think it's it's okay to take some time off. Oh, absolutely, it's okay to it's okay to hop a bus and go visit family. It's okay to take a break and to breathe and to say I'll, I'll, I I am owed a week. You know, I, I somebody had a friend of the show Kevin Gallagher uh, had expressed you know that it was a good thing, and I thought about it for a second. I was like, I I, I any job that did offered zero weeks of vacation a year is not a job I would take. Yes. So, like, you should, as you, and if you're doing creative things, you should be a good boss and give yourself time off and give yourself, you know, a lot, a lot vacation time because you would not take a job that offered zero vacation and a lot, some, some personal, just some PTO. Yeah. Give yourself that time because I think it's really valuable and. It's good to just be able to say, I'm, I'm walking away for a couple of days. I'm taking a breather. I'm taking a break. I'm going to come back recharged, refreshed, and ready to go.
0: Yeah. Like, we all wear a lot of hats in our life. Like, you have a lot of jobs, whether or not they're a form of employment. And, like, know when one needs to, you know, when you, when you can compromise one to, like, you know, for personal wellness. Do it. Give yourself some PTO. Hell yeah. Um, God, anything else? I think that's it. Yep. So until next time, good, good night. night and good game. Good game.